The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode four of the podcast. We've obviously taken a bit of a uh, delay over the last few days to get this one out because of everything that's been happening with the coronavirus, but we are back and here right now. So uh, today's episode is all about, first off, my experience so far with the coronavirus. Um, I live here in Spain, so things have been moving very, uh, very quick here over the last uh, few weeks. We'll be also exploring some tips for coronavirus, um, how to keep OCD under control during this crisis. Uh, We'll be looking at how to stay healthy and also the importance of maintaining a sense of humour. During the crisis, I'm offering coaching for OCD at a reduced price. So do please get in touch if you're interested in that. You can contact me um, at my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com or you can contact me through Instagram, uh, Robert James Coaching UK. Many thanks and I hope you enjoy the episode. So first off, I wanted to speak to you about my experience so far of the coronavirus. Um, obviously, I live here in Barcelona and we've been locked down for a week now. And it's been pretty hard to deal with because um, we didn't really know it was coming. Um, I think that's one thing that has uh, been so difficult for a lot of people is that we first started hearing about this, um, you know, way back at the end of December, early January. And, you know, we thought it was bad, but I guess none of us really thought it was going to end up like this. And things changed so quickly. Um, you know, it went from kind of uh, 10 days ago, we, we were still kind of living normally, to, you know, kind of eight days ago, suddenly that's it. There's a curfew. We have to stay indoors. We're not allowed outside. We're not even allowed out to exercise. Um, and that's really hard mentally to, to deal with. And it's certainly been a challenge for me because so often, if you listen to this podcast and you know a bit about me, then you know that exercise is incredibly important for me and something that really helps me to keep um, anxiety at bay and to when I do feel kind of anxious, it's you know my go-to place to really kind of deal with that anxiety uh, as well as kind of acceptance commitment therapy as well. But exercise is incredibly important. And right now... Uh, If I do go out and exercise, then a policeman might come along and give me a massive fine. And uh, on top of that, also, I could be spreading the coronavirus around. So, you know, it's it's a tricky situation. So I'm having to stay inside and having to be creative and uh, come up with uh, doing exercises at home. Uh, Luckily enough for us, though, we do actually have a roof terrace here and... uh, I do feel very bad for people who are stuck in the city, who are living in a small flat, you know, maybe without much natural light. 
because they are literally trapped inside for 24 hours a day and that must be really hard and at least here we've we've got a roof terrace and we can actually be creative and come up with you know ways of of doing exercise uh and so that's what i've been doing over the last week is is kind of trying to do exercises in the flat trying to kind of keep fit and stay positive despite all the the torrent of bad news that keeps coming and coming and coming um so yeah my experience so far has been it's been difficult but i think it's very important during this crisis that we try to focus on the positives and as hard as that may be right now um you know because we're all worried i mean this this virus is scary whether you have ocd or not this virus is is scary and you know first off we may be scared ourselves about catching it but i'm sure many of you as well are you know very worried about vulnerable people older people in your family or friends who may also um catch it and these are genuine concerns and they're not something that you know you can say to somebody hey just don't worry about that or don't think about that because obviously that's not possible and particularly if you have OCD and anxiety um, however we do still need to get on with our lives and we still do need to be positive despite having all these worries about coronavirus and OCD and it's very important that we try our best to use the skills that you've learned about how to manage OCD in this situation because if you've been in therapy then i'm sure you've been working on acceptance and and dealing with acceptance and even if you've not been in therapy i'm sure you've come across uh, lots of information online speaking about acceptance um and acceptance is one of those words that kind of annoys me because we hear it all the time and it's always like hey just accept this and it's so annoying sometimes it's like what does that actually mean and acceptance all it really means is this it means allowing your fears okay particularly right now about coronavirus and everything that could happen in the economy uh so many things we could be potentially worrying about right now okay but this is an opportunity for you to practice acceptance so try to allow those fears to be there okay don't push them away because that is the number one problem that we all do it's the thing that keeps us stuck in the cycle of anxiety and ocd is to push those fears away and actually we want to do the opposite if we can we just want them to be there and then we're going to put our attention onto something positive that we can do in the moment and actually if you're in a lockdown as i am right now then this is an opportunity for you to focus on um improving yourself and focusing on doing things that you really uh, want to do that you don't normally have time for um with acceptance commitment therapy we don't just tell people hey just accept your fear and that's it it doesn't work like that actually what you need to do is try to accept that the fear is there and then put your attention onto your values because when we do that it's so much healthier it's so much better because we're not just trying to push the anxiety away and saying that we don't want to experience it we're acknowledging that the uh, the fear and the anxiety and the obsessions are there but we're choosing to put our attention onto our values and that is something that is so powerful and so important and if you can do that right now 
and really focus in on things that are important to you instead of sitting at home and worrying and watching the news again and again and again and really working yourself up into a state of really high and intense anxiety which it would be very easy to do right now even people who don't suffer from OCD are doing that right now so instead of doing that what you can do is use this time in a in a productive way to really kind of work out what some of your um, values are now to work out values uh, I really recommend you go to the website the happiness trap uh, com because on there there are loads of resources about values and how you can um, work out what your values are um, I think there's one sheet where it just has a list of maybe a hundred different potential values and you can go through those and tick off the ones that relate to you that you think are important and after you've done that what I would recommend you to do is try to come up with a list of 10 values that are specifically important to you now it would be very easy here for the perfectionist side of OCD to come in and start saying well I need to know 100% which are my top 10 values exactly and if it's not my exact top 10 then I'm not doing this uh, that was something I used to do myself and actually that doesn't help at all so just uh, just choose 10 and if it's not exactly right it doesn't matter Okay, the idea is that you're just choosing 10 for now and if in the future you want to change them, that's fine as well. So once you've worked out what your values are, the idea then is to start kind of creating goals that are in line with your values. And again, the good news is if you are in a lockdown, maybe you will have a bit more time to focus in on, um, on those goals so you can actually start working towards them. Uh, here though it's important to remember the difference between values and goals um, if you already know great however if you don't um, you can think of it like this values are like a compass point so if you imagine values as north on your compass and you're going on a trip okay you're never going to arrive at north you're going to walk and walk and walk but you're never actually going to arrive at north because values are things uh, that we can't arrive at. But goals are, are things that you can arrive at. So on that journey that you are taking, you might stop off at different places on the way. You may want to visit a beautiful old cathedral. You may want to go to a cafe. You may want to go to um, a lake along the way. Goals are like that on your journey. They're definite places that you can get to and things that you can achieve. So what you need to do is work out your values first and then try to think of some, um, some goals, realistic goals that you definitely can achieve and start kind of working towards those. Uh, for me in, in this moment, um, I'm kind of working on uh, lots of different projects um, involved with helping people with OCD and anxiety because it's something that I've you know, uh, I put, I'm putting my heart into right now and it's uh, helping people is one of my values. And so I'm really focusing on, on doing that and, and uh, making the use of my time in a positive way right now. Um, and there's other things like relationships are also important to me. So I'm here with my girlfriend and, you know, I'm trying to kind of uh, focus in on that as well. 
making use of the time and spending more time with her. And if you can get clear on your values and get clear on your goals, it will definitely help you to keep moving in the right direction. Because the thing is, when we're really struggling with OCD and anxiety, if we have a plan, if we have something that we know we can come back to, uh, to help us when we get stuck and when we find the thoughts are really putting us out at the moment, if we have values that are really important to us, they can motivate us and give us the confidence and the strength to keep coming back to the present moment and to focus on them every time that we find ourselves being, uh, being taken out of the present moment by our obsessive thoughts. Another really great thing that we can be doing right now is to practice um, coming into the present moment and mindfulness skills. Uh, mindfulness is, is a word, again, that kind of bugs me a little bit, though, because it's thrown around uh, everywhere. We see it all the time. And it's so generic. Uh, and by mindfulness, um, it could mean something spiritual, but it doesn't have to mean something spiritual. So if you're not a spiritual person, don't be put off by it. And if you are a spiritual person, then great. Um, that's fine as well. But it doesn't have to be spiritual, okay? And mindfulness is basically um, in regards to OCD and anxiety. It's about learning to be a bit more present-minded. Um, and it's also about helping us to um, differentiate between helpful thoughts that are helping us to be the person we really want to be and unhelpful thoughts that are clearly obsessive and uh, that cause us to want to uh, perform compulsions. So these skills right now are going to really help us, uh, particularly with everything that's going on around us. It's really, really important that we learn to try and stay in the present moment because when we're in the present, it's much, much harder for us to uh, ruminate about the past and worry about the future. And therefore, it's, it's a lot, lot harder for us to kind of get lost in our obsessive thoughts. Um, now, to come into the present moment, there are many different tools that you can use. Um, meditation is obviously one, but we don't just have to do formal meditation activities. We can do anchoring activities. Um, an anchoring activity is when you um, try to come back into your body uh, so you can kind of come into the present moment. So a way of doing that is to kind of uh, focus in on your body and to notice different things around you and come into your senses. So you would try to notice what you can smell, what you can touch, what you can hear. At the end of the podcast, I'll do a very quick example of how to do an anchoring um, technique. And you may find that helpful to kind of bring you back into the present moment. Um, it's something I really recommend my clients to do two or three times a day. Um, specifically, though, kind of maybe in the morning, at lunchtime and the evening. Because what you don't want to do with anchoring techniques is to start using them as a compulsion. You know, like every time you have an obsessive thought, right, do an anchoring technique. No, it's like that's not, not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is doing it, you know, like every now and then when the thoughts get really, really strong, just do an anchoring technique to try and bring you back into the present moment. But the idea is not to push anything away and not to get rid of thoughts, um, which is often what we're doing when we're performing compulsions. The idea is to allow the difficult thoughts to be there and just kind of come into the present moment. And when we do that, we relate to our thoughts in a much healthier and more positive way. Um, something else that you can try is obviously meditations. Um, 
meditation is is key and for me I try to do it every morning for 20 to 30 minutes um and I think a really good thing right now is on YouTube there's so many guided meditations um depending on what style you like and depending on you know whether you already have a meditation teacher that you're following there's so many different types of meditation out there and there isn't one specific one that is the best or that is you know better than than the other ones they're all helpful because they're all about learning to be more present and you know that's the skill that we really need to develop to learn how to manage our OCD and anxiety in a in a more healthy way and if you're interested about learning um, about coming into the present moment I really recommend an amazing book by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now now you may have heard of this book it's pretty famous but it's basically as the title suggests all about learning how to come into the present moment and the importance of that and how when we do reside in the present we tend to feel so much better about ourselves and problems that do come up are much easier to deal with when we're in the present moment. Another really important tip right now I think is to try to limit your social media. Now this may be fairly ironic because you may be listening to this podcast because of a message I put on uh, Instagram Um, but It is really important to not kind of pay too much attention to social media and the news right now. Yes, we need to follow the basics and we need to kind of know what's going on. Um, But at the same time, if we watch too much, then it can really make life a lot more difficult for ourselves. Um, I even noticed this myself um, a few nights ago where I was watching the news and they were talking about the potential number of deaths um, that may happen in the UK. And it really, really kind of scared me. Um, and But then a couple of days later, they were saying, oh, that's, that, that, that case was the worst case scenario. And that's probably not going to happen because we're doing this and this and this. And, you know, I, I was really worried and, uh, and stressed out. And actually, you know, it was for... It was for a good reason, but it wasn't as bad as, I, as they necessarily were making out. And sometimes the news comes out and they come up with a, you know, a story that is very sensationalist and is, is made to try to catch your attention and is made to try and make you watch more of the news story. And that's just what they do. And right now, you know, they're doing that more than ever. And sometimes, yes, it's very factual, the news, and there is interesting information and there is stuff that we need to know about. But often the information is massively exaggerated. And I would be very careful right now that you don't spend too much time listening to it, okay? You will find out. If something important happens, you will find out. You don't have to be um, paying attention to the news and social media constantly all day. And if you can, if you can try to limit yourself to a, you know, a specific amount of time on social media and with the news, that will definitely help. When we're dealing with OCD, it's really helpful to be specific with things like that. Because if we're not, if we just say, oh, okay, I'm going to try and watch less news. It's like, well, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, you need to be more like, okay, I'm only going to watch half an hour of news today or 15 minutes or five minutes. Um, It's up to you. But the, the less you watch, the probably the easier this is going to be for you. 
So what next? Well, I wanted to mention to you about boosting the the immune system right now because obviously that's incredibly important. And there's different ways that we can do that. We can make sure that we continue to eat um, healthy food. So make sure you're trying to get a varied diet. Um, And that that will definitely help you. Uh, If you can still get fresh fruit and vegetables, and most supermarkets you still can, then, you know, keep buying that, that stuff and keep eating well. If at some point, for whatever reason... Uh, you can't then you can still get tin food and tin food still has lots of fruit and vegetables in it so you can still get all of your vitamins and minerals and you can stay really healthy by eating well and that will really boost your immune system another really important thing is getting enough sleep and that's incredibly helpful as well now the final thing i wanted to talk to you about was humor yes humor um it's incredibly important to try to keep a sense of humor right now because there's so much bad news and it's it's very easy to let that get on top of us so if you can tune into netflix watch a comedy special watch your favorite comedy series watch a funny film um call up a friend tell them a joke try and have a laugh do whatever you can to just try and keep things a bit more light-hearted because that's going to really help you to stay positive I cannot emphasize this enough. I'm constantly just doing silly things at home all the time. Uh, Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're probably quite annoying for my girlfriend. But, you know, I'm trying to do positive, silly, funny things constantly because uh, if not, I just find myself taking things way too seriously. And that's really not what we need right now. I mean, some of the stories I'm hearing from people uh, here in Spain are just absolutely ridiculous. For example, the other day, my friend was out walking his dog when suddenly he heard a noise. He looked up into the sky to see a drone flying down to him and telling him to go back home. He'd been far too long out of his dog. And then he had to walk back to his apartment and the drone followed him all the way back to his apartment area. And then even when he kind of went through the front door into the kind of garden of the apartment, it still hovered there watching him, telling him to go back into his flat. Now, for me, that is absolutely terrifying. Uh, It's kind of like Big Brother. Um, Obviously, it's important right now that the police are doing a good job and telling people, you know, to stay indoors. But at the same time, that's pretty strong. And, you know, you kind of have to laugh at it. It's kind of... uh, bizarre that that kind of thing is happening and if you don't laugh at that kind of thing you you will you will end up worrying about it way too much so try to kind of laugh at the bizarre ridiculous situation that's happening right now because it's unprecedented uh that's one thing you can definitely say about it 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 is unique we've never experienced anything like this and so you know that is something to kind of uh to to pay attention to what the strange situation that we're living in and really try to find the funny things that we can laugh at despite you know being scared and being worried and you know and if you're laughing about things it doesn't mean that you don't care about the situation you don't care about people um or you know you don't care about the the vulnerable people in society who may be really struggling with this all it means is that you're trying to stay positive and that you're trying to kind of laugh along with the situation. One of the great things I've noticed so far has been um, the amount of like memes that are coming out, really funny memes. And, you know, it's just people trying to do their best 
to, uh, to, to keep smiling through this crisis. Because if we can do that, and if we can come together, uh, despite all these difficulties, I think that will be one of the potential amazing positives that really could come out of this crisis, is that people will come together um, a little bit more. Anyway, I think I've been uh, speaking enough, enough of a monologue from me. I really hope you guys are doing well. Remember, if you're interested in coaching, do please get in touch and take care. Many thanks, guys. And now here's how to do the anchoring activity that we mentioned earlier. Uh, And just to remind you, it's a really good way to practice coming into the present moment. So to do this, you can do it sat down or you can do it stood up. And I recommend that you try to do it at least uh, two or three times a day. First off, you want to try and come into your body. So all you're going to do is gently push your feet down into the floor. Okay, if you need to just bend your knees and really try to feel the sensation of how your feet feel when you push them down into the floor. Then you're going to gently bring your arms up and stretch up. And again, really feel the sensations of stretching and how your body feels and stretch out wide. And then bring your fingers together so that your fingertips are together and then stretch out your fingers. And again, feel how that feels to do that. Then the next step is to start paying attention to your senses. I want you to try and notice three things around you that you can see and really take note of them. What do they look like? What's the color? Um, And then notice three things that you can touch and actually reach out and touch those things and notice how, how it is to touch them. What is the texture like? Is it soft? Is it rough? Um, how does it feel on the skin? And then do the same thing with um, three things that you can uh, hear right now. And then can you notice anything you can smell right now? And just carry on doing this. And if you find yourself going back into your head, that's fine, that's not a problem. Remember, we're not doing this activity to get rid of thoughts or to, um, to push thoughts away. Quite the opposite, we're allowing them to be there and we're just doing this activity. So if you find yourself kind of getting caught up in your thoughts, come back into the present moment, focus in on your body, do, uh, do another stretch, um, bring your fingertips together, stretch your fingers and then start noticing things around you. And you can do this activity for 30 seconds, for a minute. You could do it for five minutes. It's up to you. But the idea is, is just to try to come into the present moment. And to be in the present moment, we don't have to be, um, we don't have to have dealt with our thoughts or to have pushed them away or done anything with them. We can do this activity with our thoughts there. I hope it helps. And if you'd like some coaching about this, do please let me know. I'm currently offering coaching at a reduced price to help people through this crisis. Uh, So do please get in touch and I can let you know about that and how that will work. You can uh, check me out at my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com or you can check me out on Instagram, uh, robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.